Hey, everyone, and welcome to the 79th episode of The Liam McCullum Show. I'm very excited for this one. Um, I'm having Lee Deming on again, um, Mr. Deming to me, and he is my civics teacher from high school. Um, I've had three podcasts with him so far. This is the fourth, and we were lucky enough to get one pulled by YouTube. It's still on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you want to listen to, listen to all of them. And we're also on Odyssey. Um, which is a great decentralized platform that is an alternative to YouTube. So go subscribe to the Lee McCollum show on all of those platforms. But here's Mr. Deming. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing, Liam? I'm doing really well. Um, I'm excited to have you here. You are here to make an announcement. Do you want to just jump right into it and, and tell people what you're doing? Sure, I'm uh, running for the state legislature, House District 55 here, Laurel, and some of the surrounding vicinity. And um, I'm awfully happy to be able to announce that for the first time on your show. Well, I'm I'm very appreciative that that you wanted to make the announcement on this show. I think that, I mean, our relationship has just been incredible, and I'm I'm very grateful for it. Um, since high school, I mean, it's it's been four years since. I, I was in your class and um, I've learned a lot from you and I'm, I'm very happy to see you running for office. I think that this is something that I foresaw you doing, but I'm not sure that you were willing to necessarily up until this point. Um, and, and we've had conversations where you seemed pretty unwilling to you, you, even though I would ask you, you, and, and say that I think that you should run for office, you, you just didn't seem to want to. So I, I'm wondering what, what changed? Um, did anything happen and kind of what the thought process was making this decision? Well, quite a bit changed. Uh, I, uh, Friday was when I decided finally and filed on Friday and the deadline was four o'clock, uh, Monday. And so, um, very reluctant to jump in, to be honest with you. We've had conversations like this over and over again, and there have been opportunities for me in the past. I just, um, I just, there's a lot of things, a lot of reasons why I don't really want to run and are reluctant to run. Uh, but I, I do think after watching the news lately and reading up on uh, some of the factors going into that, the news, uh, I thought I got to take a turn at this. And uh, there's so much to do. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, you, uh, I've heard people already tell me you need to narrow uh, down what you're looking at. Three things. Well, <laughs> three things, three general things. Um, no, there's there's a lot more that we need to do. And I, I just I can't let somebody else do it for me. Uh, that's one of the other things. Uh, this is kind of a long winded explanation, but it works for me. So uh about 20 years ago in church, I was sitting in church and uh, uh, we uh, wasn't paying attention. And I saw the people taking up the collection. And I, I thought, well, those guys are uh, volunteering some time, you know, and they're doing something and maybe I should. Well, that's where I started really thinking about getting involved in my community and uh, giving back, so to speak. And I've been trying to do that ever since. Well, um, and I think everybody in this community should should take a turn at those kinds of things. And those were the things that I did, commissions and boards or whatever. Uh, and this is my turn at the legislature. 
I'm not going to leave it to somebody else. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do it myself. So that's really uh, kind of motivated me to file for, for uh, the seat. I've heard that a lot of freshman legislators are kind of told to not be very ambitious, just kind of get in there and, you know, let things happen and observe. Do you have any issues that just on the top of your head? I know you said that you probably haven't limited them to three, but what, I mean, while you were watching the news, what, what major things would you be interested in changing? Well, uh, I think one of the things is I would like to protect uh, the people from my in, in the district from the lunacy that's going on around us. Um, and you don't have to look any farther than uh, former Governor Bullock, who shut the whole state down for, for what? Now that everybody is coming out and the conspiracy theories are, are being proven true, what did we actually lock down for? Why did those small businesses lose everything? Why did those people lose uh, retirement savings? Why did that happen? Well, it turns out that they were wrong. And one of the things I'd like to change is that that's, that can never happen again. One person can never, ever have that power over Montanans ever again. And I think that's one of the issues that I'd want to look at. So why why do you think, um, why did you choose to run for the legislature? Um, it was, was there anything specific about this race that, that kind of went into that decision? Well, as you know, uh, Representative Ricky is re, uh, he's term limited, so he's out. And there was an opening, and um, I was approached to as a possibility to be a candidate. And frankly, I had no you know me I had no uh, ambition whatsoever to run uh, for anything. And that opportunity uh, came out, and um, the circumstances I just retired, so you know I've got time, so to speak. <laughs> And uh, so it just seemed like it it was falling into place. Um, so that's kind of that's how that happened. And the the folks who encouraged me, I'm really appreciative that they thought that I had uh, you know the wherewithal to to do this. And I'm hoping to live up to their expectations if I would, were to win. Yeah. So I you and I have talked about this a lot that. Um, it's, it's not the overzealous people that we want to elect in, in office. And I know that it really took a lot to convince you. I mean, I've been, I've been telling you to run probably for the last four years I've, I've known you. So, um, I, I think that it's just, it's, it's great because I know that even probably right now you're, you're kind of thinking, well, I don't really want to do this just knowing who you are. Um, but I, again, I, I think that people like you are who we need um, and people, people know that I'm associated with the, the Libertarian Party. But um, what, I, what I've told people is that, you know, liberty is what I care about. And so long that the Libertarian Party is a vessel to achieve liberty, I, I'm going to continue to pursue that. But that doesn't mean that people running in the Republican Party who are promoting liberty shouldn't be defended and, and celebrated and endorsed. Right. Uh, you as well, you know, as well uh, that I'm in uh, connected to the Libertarian Party and I uh, agree with most of their principles. And uh, so if I were to be elected, I advance the cause of liberty uh, in every uh, with every chance that I can get. And uh, so 
the fact that I'm running as a Republican um, doesn't preclude me from voting for liberty. In fact, uh, I think it's just as uh, a legitimate vehicle as a libertarian party to accomplish those things. Yeah. And, and you and I have talked about on our previous podcast together, just like how the states and probably specifically the legislatures can kind of, I think the word that we've used before is interpose, um, that there is somewhat of a relationship that, um, and, and subsidiarity where the, the specifically the people at the state legislature have a relationship. Oh, can you hear me? I think something going on on my end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't hear you, but looks like you can hear me just a second. Say something again, Mr. Deming. Yeah. You're uh, still feedback there. Okay. Can you hear me now? Still, is I can't have the same thing. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Cause I changed the source of, so like I'm using a different mic now. Okay. That's better. Okay. Okay. So yeah, if, if it's working now, I, I was just saying that um, we've talked about the relationship that we think the state has to the federal government as well as to state power. And, and you say that you're, you're um, you want to protect Laurel from the lunacy. Um, do you, were you focusing more on state issues or, or federal issues when it, when it came to this decision? Mostly, mostly federal issues. And, uh, but I do think that the state uh, has to make some changes in the way the executive manages um, through executive order. You know, that emergency declaration and uh, the uh, stepping back by the legislature and allowing Governor Bullock to shut this, uh, our state down. Uh, I, I, I don't think that that's a great idea. I think that we need to change that, um, that it, no one should be able to shut the state down. Uh, believe me, if there's a, a pandemic, uh, a real pandemic in the future, uh, you're not going to need to lock people down. They're going to they're going to stay home. Uh, they're going to do what it takes to stay safe. Uh, you won't have to tell them. You, you can make some uh, suggestions, recommendations. You know, here's what the state thinks you should do, and then let the individual decide what they're going to do. Um, how many how many uh, rights were surrendered to this uh, quote unquote emergency that was declared? Uh, it's unbelievable the economic and personal damage that's been uh, visited upon our state just by uh, in, in mistake. And if you're going to do it, you better be sure that it's the right thing to do. And now we find out that none of those uh, mitigation measures did any anything at all. In fact, yeah. uh, probably hurt. And, and now we're seeing that um, as this information came out, we're, we're, switching, we're switching to another topic, which is this war in Ukraine. Um, and I think that this moment has been to kind of cover up a lot of that and, and to, um, I mean, people have short-term memories in this country, unfortunately. And, and I think that a lot of people have probably already forgot about the last two years and the lockdowns. And we, again, we were very grateful to be in a state where people were not going to tolerate it, but the government did try and, and mm -hmm. some, some counties tried. So I think that the election um, 
this upcoming election and, and electing people like you to the legislature will be somewhat of a referendum on those policies. And, and I really think that people, if, if they were opposed to what happened over the last two, you, two years or if they were affected by it, that they, they should vote for you and other legislators like you. Well, I do hope that that is true. Um, I, I, and I think it is. I think there will be enough people that will uh, contact those leaders, and I hope they do, uh, to say we, we're not going to do this anymore. And so I, I think that's it's not necessarily a number one priority, but it's an important priority for me to try to, to help to fix that. So that, um, you know, I don't care if it's uh, Bullock or Gianforte or um, whoever it is. It, they can't have that authority. They, no government entity should have that authority. I don't care that, what the emergency is. If you get the information, the truth out to the people, they'll make the right decision. I, I've got confidence in the people of Montana. Have you thought about any other issues? Oh, yeah. So um, I, you mentioned Ukraine. Uh, that Montana soldiers shouldn't be sent to Ukraine or anywhere else for that matter until there's a declaration of war. Uh, that to me is one of the one of the big issues. You know, just imagine over the years how many uh, students I had that wound up in the military. Which one of those uh, are we going to send over there to risk their lives, literally? Um, you know, for, and for what? So, I think there's all kinds of misinformation about Ukraine. I think uh, some of the purveyors of that misinformation is the federal government. Um, I I think that. Let's have Congress decide. Again, it, it's a similar kind of thing. So the governor of Montana can't decide for the people um, whether or not they're going to shut businesses down. They can't do that. Just as the president of the United States can't decide unilaterally uh, to tell, uh, send people into combat. That has to be done by Congress. The people, through their elected representatives, not one person. I heard, uh, uh, I don't know, have you been following the polls on uh, support for war in, in Ukraine? The only poll I saw was the support for a no-fly list. Oh, I heard one uh, uh, two days ago, and 70% of the people polled said, no, we don't want to be there. Yeah. Well, they they need to let their uh, legislators know because um, the vast majority of legislature is in favor of um, you know an undeclared war in Ukraine. I, I saw another poll that said um, it, it, it was fifty nine percent supported a no fly zone over Ukraine. However, when they were told what a no-fly zone would entail and what would likely come of that, I think the, the percent dropped down to about 39%. So it's kind of like these uh, euphemisms that are used to kind of cover up the true motives. Um, but for a lot of people who might be wondering, um, the, the kind of the question here about what legislate, legislators can do and the legislature can do to interpose if Congress tries to send um, troops to Ukraine. Um, I know. I know the Libertarian Party is trying to pursue defend the guard legislation. Yeah, I uh, absolutely uh, would be in favor. I'd vote for that in a heartbeat. Uh, I think Idaho did that, didn't they? Or they were I, going. Yeah, I don't know if they passed it, but it was definitely introduced. Well, uh, that that is uh, one of the most important pieces of legislation that I'd be happy to put uh, to vote for uh, if I were to be elected. 
you bring that one up on board for it every single time. Yeah. It has, and, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to manage this uh, ridiculousness. I mean, how many undeclared wars have we fought? How many Americans have been killed? How much treasure? How many people overseas um, in the millions have been killed by our, our interventions? You know, and, and what did we gain in Iraq? What, what did we gain in Yemen? What did we gain in Somalia or Syria? You know, you're going to have to do a better job explaining to me uh, why we need to send people over there and why we need to kill all those people. That's because uh, until that happens, I'm not buying it. So yeah. defend, defend the Guard Act is something I'd be willing to vote for. And I think we would have a lot of support for it in the state. Um, they they passed the, so it was the House, they passed almost uni, unanimously a resolution calling on the federal government to end endless wars until they declared um, in Congress. So I, I think that there is a lot of fertile ground for something like that here. I think it would just need to be communicated and explain why this is constitutional. I think that that is one of the, you know, the hangups with legislation like this is uh, that, well, they, they need a civics teacher to go to Helena and to teach them <laughs> a little bit about the Constitution um, and and just about federalism. So I again, that's another reason why I think that you're a great candidate for this. Um, you've been studying this for years and um, you've taught many students who have also helped. I, I know that like our relationship and, and what you've told me in the past is that your class also helped teach you. It wasn't just that you were teaching students. The students often taught you. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you're <laughs> uh, one of the best teachers I've ever had. Uh, you were the one I, I heard of. Uh, uh, what was that guy's name? Now I can't remember it. Um, Lysander Spooner. Uh, I had heard of him, but I didn't know as much as you knew about him. So you taught me about Lysander Spooner. <laughs> so, so yeah, I've learned a ton. And one of the reasons why is I get questions from kids, I can't answer them. You know, and I've been doing this for a long time. So I get a question, I have to find out the answer for my own curiosity, but also for uh, my own education. So you know that uh, every year I learned a ton from kids. Yeah, do you, I mean, do you have any thoughts about why um, people from Laurel should vote for you specifically? I know, um, is there anyone else running in that race? Have Democrats filed or Republicans? No Democrats Republican? filed. Yeah, okay. yeah no, no Democrat made it on the, um, by the filing deadline. And there's uh, two other candidates uh, on the Republican side. And uh, I've, I've met one and I have no, no idea who the other guy is. Um, so... I, I wouldn't want to necessarily run against those guys. Um, I just want to run my campaign and let them run their campaign and, uh, and best man win. Yeah. Well, that's great. And I'll definitely be supporting you. Um, I, and I think that you'll have a lot of support. You, you might not, um, agree with me on that, but I, I think that your, uh, reputation as being a, a teacher, for all of these years, I think it it's definitely been great, and you've you there's a community around you, and you have the name recognition, and I think you also have just the knowledge behind it, and I think that you're the best candidate for this, and that's why I've been pushing you for the last couple of years to do this. So <laughs> I'm I'm very happy um, that you made this announcement. I 
I got the text from you that you had officially decided. Um, and I was, I was with my friend and I'm like, wow, like, like that's, that made me really happy. Like it, it really did. So, um, but I'm wondering if there's anything else that you, you wanted to talk about before we wrap this up. I figured it would be somewhat of a shorter episode, but I, I'd like to go as long as you have things to okay. say. Well, uh, before we do anything else, I want to thank you for the kind words there. That's, that's very nice. It means a lot to me for you to say that. So appreciate it. Uh, and, Every time you said it, I said the same thing. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I got other things I want to do. Uh, but I, I do think there's a component of that, that uh, each citizen should give back to the community what what they can. And I, I can do this. Um, if I were to be elected, I can do this, uh, give back. So I think that's one of the prime motivations. So I, I, uh, just a couple of more things, if you got a minute. So... Um, one of the kind of interesting things that I've learned over the past few days is what a nightmare it is to do this. <laughs> uh, I, I looked into the paperwork. Now, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, how much uh, money that the, uh, Zuckerberg uh, sent into Montana, but it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Were you aware of that? No. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. And... Uh, it, it seems like Montana was at the top end of the quote-unquote donation money that was being sent into Montana uh, to, to uh, secretaries of state uh, offices and then to local county elections. Um, now, you could argue that those were donations to help with... Uh, you know, set up or funding uh, new machines or whatever it is. Uh, I don't know what the money is used for, but um, does that sound a little fishy to you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Me too. And I was shocked how much money was uh, brought into Montana by those people. Uh, I have some figures someplace, you know, if you're curious, I can um, send some of the figures to you later. Yeah. But uh so I, I'll, I'll put the information in the description when you send them to me too, if you find okay. it. So uh, they they have to they they want to track every dime that you spend as a candidate. So it cost me fifteen dollars, fifteen to uh, file. Well, I have to list that as a campaign expense and tell them where the money came from. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> But nobody cares. We got hundreds of thousands of dollars from Zuckerberg coming into Montana. That, that just, it, it boggles the mind. <laughs> so, I don't know if I could do anything about that, but uh, if I were to be elected, right, uh, I'm going to check into it. I'm going to see what a person can do. But isn't that, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, so is this money going to candidates specifically or is no. it going, so it's going to secretaries of state? Well, it went to uh, some, seemed like some money went to, gosh, I, I wish I had that uh, information in front of me. Yeah. Um, but uh, so there's an organization that all the secretaries of state uh, in the nation belong to. And uh, I, I don't know if there's a connection to Zuckerberg, but I, I suspect there might be. Okay, so that's kind of questionable and then um the money some of the money also went into the counties 
each individual county got money from uh, Mark Zuckerberg or one of his uh, groups, one of his agencies. I just find that fascinating. I'd like to look into that. Um, and I have been a little bit. There's a, a group in Montana that's looking into that uh, right now. Uh, and they're an election integrity group that want to know, you know, uh, uh, if the elections in Montana were conducted that were fair and uh, not fraudulent. And I'm going to follow those that group pretty closely. So. Anyway, great. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, and again, I think that um, for anyone listening, I, I know I'm hoping that we can attract a lot of people who know you from Laurel. Um, but even if they don't and they're from out of the state, I think that um, liberty lovers from all across the country should support local candidates like you that, that are promoting liberty. So that's why I'm, I'm very happy to give you a platform. And there are some people commenting. Um, someone said, the money is crazy that it takes to run. Jay that's Wilbur. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then could star voting stop the money trend in elections? I'm not sure what star voting is. Are, are yeah, you aware of that? Yeah. Well, is have you thought a lot about like um, if if people wanted to donate to you, how they would get in contact with you or anything like that? Yeah, I can't take any you know, donations uh, until I get a, um, a bank account to put them in. Okay. So, uh, yeah, if uh, eventually I will have that information, I'm going to have a website up. And even though I jumped off of Facebook because of the, you know, deplatforming and all the uh, goofiness they were doing, I'm going to get, have to get back on and uh, use that as kind of uh, – get the word out yes. so i'll have a facebook page eventually on that so you'll you'll make a few social media accounts or something like that yeah. if, if you need any help with any of that just reach out to me and then if anyone is from um laurel and they want to assist with your campaign um they can get in contact with me or find you on facebook or something like that and reach out to you right there's a there's also a um email that's listed on when I had to file, they asked to give uh, an email address. So I gave them a Proton mail account. So it's just Lee Deming, L-E-E-D-E-M-I-N-G at protonmail.com. Okay, great. Sweet. Well, yeah, if there's anything else you want to talk about, any issues um, you can think of right now, we can do that. Otherwise, I think we, we've covered it and I'm, I'm very excited and I hope people come out to support you. I'm, I may or may not be in Laurel, um, this summer. So I might, I might be able to help you campaign. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd love to see you anyway. So yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate it, Liam. That's, uh, it's been fun. And, uh, I'm awfully glad that, uh, that you took my class. I remember you, the, you remember this conversation we had the spring of your junior year and you walked up to me and says, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm thinking about being in your class. <laughs> do you remember that? I, I do. Well, and, and a little backstory for that. I, um, I got in a very heated debate with someone in the hallway about socialism. And I remember, um, someone called me out afterwards and said that I should join speech and debate. And I did, but it was pretty late into the year and I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the form, the format. Um, and I thought, and I had confused it with your class. I, when I joined it, I thought it was something like your class. Um, so I asked around and they're like, Oh, you're thinking of Mr. Deming's class. And 
right then, as soon as I heard that, I walked over and I think it was in the middle of a class period too. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that impressed me too, because, you know, uh, you obviously wanted to be in that class pretty badly. Yeah. I don't know. And, what was I doing uh, out of class? I'd probably get in trouble for that. Well, I, th I think it was probably your, um, uh, what were they called? One of your, one of the periods. Oh, prep in, period. Yeah, prep period. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was my, my freshman and sophomore year, I was not academically focused at all. Um, so I was, I was very glad to be able to talk with you and, and get into that class. Cause, um, based off of my academic record up until that point, I probably shouldn't have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you said to me. You said, I, I haven't been doing that great in school, yeah. but I'm, uh, I'm interested in your class. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. You can come in. I'm glad, I'm glad we had that conversation. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and being willing to make the announcement here. Um, I'm also going to upload this on Apple podcast too. I, I'm going to up upload this as a podcast, even though it's a shorter one. Um, so anyone who is watching this, please subscribe to me on YouTube, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever, wherever else you listen to podcasts. And if you want to get in contact with Mr. Deming and um, help him out, just find that email that he mentioned earlier. I'll link to it in the description um, or get in contact with me on social media and I'll, I'll direct you to him. But thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. And yeah. we'll be talking later. All right. Bye.